podcast. On this episode, you have me, MK, your host, and Nicole, your guest. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah you're my guest. <laughs> um, so this episode is all about Nicole, uh, where she's from, what she's doing, um, and just everything about her. So Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? I am from a suburb of Boise, mm-hmm. Idaho, called Eagle, Idaho. If you've ever watched Parks and Rec, imagine Eagleton. And that is a oh wow really yeah good, good way to see it <laughs> that's great um I went to Gonzaga University to the Jesuit school which is how I got into JVC go Zags go Zogs go Zags <laughs> I'm not actually from Gonzaga but I just wanted to be included <laughs> um yeah I'm at Joseph's house in DC this year okay and what is Joseph's house just like in a soundbite so what I've been telling people is that it's like an assisted living hospice home okay um it's kind of, it's weird to kind of describe it as that because 50% of people that come in get well enough to leave. So it's kind of like transitional living, hospice. Yeah, it's, it's a weird mesh of things. Um, and Nicole, I have a, another important question for you that I think is going to give the viewers a, um, like insight into who you are. Mm-hmm. Which queer eye guy are you? I love Anthony. Anthony? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, I got yeah. it right. Okay. Yeah so much that um when he first you know came like I saw him I was like oh my gosh this man is beautiful I'm so sad he's gay and then I found out he was bisexual and I flipped out so I would say him (laughs) Anthony that's who you are (laughs) yes are you really into avocados I think so yeah I think you buy the most avocados in the house Mm -hmm. yeah awesome um so Nicole tell us a little bit about how you got to JVC the Jesuit Volunteer Corps um it's mostly because I went to a Jesuit school, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Did you go to a Jesuit school like in elementary, high school, or like in college? No, I went okay. to public school the entire time. All right, public school! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I liked Gonzaga because it was a private school. I like, did like that. And it was medium-sized. It wasn't mm-hmm. too small, it wasn't too big. And it was had like really good standing, and it was kind of close to home. So I was like, yeah. And then I didn't really know or care that it was Jesuit until I got to the campus mm-hmm. and I kind of heard what the Jesuits were all about. I'm like, sure, sounds good. So, and right. then um, there were some schools I went to that were too Catholic, like mm-hmm. University of Portland. It felt very Catholic to hey, me. Hey, that's a Holy Cross school. <laughs> I, I'm a Holy Cross okay. kid. No, nothing to, nothing negative about the Holy Cross. It's just for me personally, the Jesuits were more, they felt more chill. So yeah. I was like, yeah. And so, yeah. They have that really cool value of social justice I'm a fan of, so Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yeah, I like Uh, that too. So where is Gonzaga located? Spokane, Washington. I say it like that because it's, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it. I Mm -hmm. feel like if you're from there, you love it, which is great, but I I was never a huge fan of it. It was in the desert. So was Idaho, but yeah. Okay, so what did you study? Biology. Ooh, smarty pants. Uh, I got only got a Bachelor of Arts, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How does that work out? Well, um, I came in a psychology major, and I'm kind of, I'm not mad my parents let me do that, but I really wish they had pressured me to not do that, because um, I switched from psychology to biology, like, my sophomore year, and so then I didn't have enough time to get a Bachelor of Science in Biology. Mm. I had to get a Bachelor of Arts. Mostly because studying abroad was something I really wanted to do. So if I hadn't studied abroad, I could have, but that was important for me. And where did you study abroad? Auckland, New Zealand. 
Oh. I love it. Everyone should go, if they have the chance, to New Zealand. The South Island, if you have to pick. But. Is that where Auckland is? Is the South Island? Uh, Auckland's in the North Island, but oh. the South Island looks like Lord of the Rings. Isn't that where it was filmed? Yes. It was filmed in the North and the South, okay. but all the like really dramatic mountain mm-hmm. scenes and valleys, that's all... That's all the South Island. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, Orlando Bloom just got engaged to <sighs> Katy Perry. I, I read that and I was like, well, okay. And that's <laughs> like, what kind of world do we live in? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. We're I cool. was always more of a, um, I only, Eric one man. I don't even know what What? But you like blondes. Since when do I like blondes? That's what you told me. When did I tell you like, that? <laughs> Like the other night, we were that, talking about this. I don't think Dorky so. Dorky blonde British men. I said brown haired British men. I'm pretty sure you, I thought you said blonde, but you know your type better than me. Okay. No. Blondes are fine. Nothing against blonde men. <laughs> what about blonde women? Excuse you. Blonde women. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but what about um, Gonzaga made you want to do JVC? Is it like. JVC was mm-hmm. on campus or how? I never got maybe I think there were there was at some point some people from JVC on campus, but it mostly came down to a process of elimination, like just using logic, which is how most of my decisions end up getting made. Mm-hmm. But um, it was I wanted to do a year at least a year of service after school because I I didn't really know what I wanted to do afterwards. Do we ever? Yeah, I I just had no. And I did not want to enter the adult career world yet. That seemed like a very scary place. I was like, no. If I can do something that's bettering the world in some way and I get taken care of, I'll do that. So I applied to JVC, Peace Corps, and uh, Teach for America. And I got rejected by Peace Corps, which is fine. Actually, I think I would be panicking at this point if I was in the Peace Corps. Two years is a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. But, um... I applied for the international portion of JVC two, which is two years, and I got rejected for that too. But um, where did you apply for like international? Um, South America, Peru, mostly, okay. and Belize. Okay. And then those were my top two because I thought my Spanish was good, and now I'm realizing it really isn't. But I thought it was okay. <laughs> but I thought don't they speak mostly English in Belize? Yeah, they do. But I don't. I don't think there was any placements that I wanted. Like that were really called interesting to me. Okay. In Belize, because um, I was really looking for something in healthcare, mm-hmm. because um, I wanted to know if healthcare is something that I want to do, or if I want to do research. So I was kind of trying to use this mm-hmm. year to get some healthcare experience to try to figure out if I want to enter the medical field. And most of the um, abroad placements are in education, so I was like, eh, that's okay. A year domestically is good, and then. I'm actually really thankful I did a year because I love JVC, but I can't imagine at this point it's halfway. I can't imagine doing two years. I mean, who would do two years? They're insane. (laughs) Um, MK is in this for the second year. Yeah, I'm an additional year placement. (laughs) I was first year Phoenix, second year Washington, D.C. Um, It's very different because Arizona, it never rains. And in D.C., it rains all the time. And I hate it. Um, Just the rain, not D.C. itself. Um, but this is a good segue, Nicole. So you wanted to be in the medical field. So how did that make you choose your placement in JVC? Um, I wanted to be on the West Coast because 
or not the West Coast, sorry. I wanted to be on the East Coast because the West Coast felt too close to home. Mm-hmm. It, I knew uh, people in every city, really, on the West Coast. Wow. So, like, there was already people I'd be able to go out and go see, and it was just very comfortable for me to be on the West Coast. And I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and go somewhere that I wasn't comfortable or, like, would be new for me. So, um, and I don't like middle America. <laughs> I went you don't like the Central America? No. <laughs> I've driven through it too many times. I just, no. Um, but East Coast, I um, wanted to be over there. And then, because I'm not a nurse mm-hmm. or, like, trained in anything, there was actually very few placements that had to do with medicine. Okay. that I was qualified for, and most of them were, like, desk work. It was finding people medical insurance, it was being a receptionist, it was sitting at a desk, which is something I really didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So then this one involves personal care, which um, was the first one I interviewed for. I was like, yeah, this has actually everything that I wanted, so I'll say yes. Didn't really expect my supervisor to say yes, but she did. So, yeah, ended up being being where I was placed and I didn't do too much searching it was just kind of I think Amy I'm really thankful for Amy (laughs) for finding it for me wait who's Amy Amy I think she's the person that I was emailing with who was helping me with placements was Mm. Amy maybe I don't know I as an additional year I was talking a lot with Beth and a lot with um I think just my program coordinator from the west coast which was Laura Strubeck Laura, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> Email me sometime. <laughs> okay, so um, what is your job like? Like, give me the down and dirty, like the gossip magazine. Like, what happens at Joseph's house? So we have nine spaces for people total, mm-hmm. but two are people who live there um, long term. So we have seven beds for people to come in and live. A lot of people have been there for since before I came, mm-hmm. so like since... One came in in March, I think, and then someone came in, I don't know when, but before I came in. So we've had some people there long term, and then some people have passed away since I've been there, Mm -hmm. and then we've gotten some new residents, but a lot of the new residents we've gotten in have not stayed very long because they've passed away within a month of coming into Joseph's house. That's a lot to handle. How do you you deal with that? How do you self-care? tea <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of tea at our house tea uh, I bullet journal a lot write, write down feelings you know it's new and then um, I just try to get eight hours of sleep a day and yeah that's all new things for me really basic really human like <laughs> so human care stuff all right a lot of it's new her her uh, bullet journals are like some of the most beautiful artistic things I've seen. They're so organized, and my journal has like postcards stuck in it, and that's like <laughs> I think this is cool. So if you don't journal, do you really even JBC? Like, are you a real JV if you don't journal? No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, so at your job, um, what kind of stuff do you do? Um, just because I'm one of the, we have four, sorry, year-long volunteers Mm -hmm. there. We have two people from AmeriCorps, one person from Discipleship Year, and then one JV. And so usually all four volunteers can drive, but this year only two can drive, which Mm -hmm. is me and someone from AmeriCorps. And so, uh, I usually find myself out, um, of the house at least, like, at one point during the day, taking people on appointments. Mm -hmm. And so... 
a lot of these people actually have already left Joseph's house and are living in the area but still need like transportation to get to appointments so I've gotten to know a lot of people actually outside of Joseph's house which has been nice that's awesome yeah but um a lot of it's housework laundry and keeping the house clean and I don't know helping people get out of bed and get ready if they need to um finding something on tv for someone to watch fixing tvs a lot of a lot of that but all the baking yes <laughs> i have started baking this year it's been new i have always wanted to start baking mostly because of the great british baking show oh my god i love yeah. that show mm-hmm. it made me it made me want to learn that's so. why i keep making bread is i'm like i will <laughs> learn how yeast works <laughs> oh my gosh i had to learn Side note, I had to learn about yeast and, like, how you do genetic, like, you can take DNA from yeast and bacteria and switch it back and forth. And Why would you do that? I learned this, and I don't have a good answer for you right now. I thought my major was weird. Oh, my gosh. I I I can see the circles of DNA in my head, but I'm like, why did we do this? I don't know. How how weird. That's very weird. I, I can't think of yeast the same way. What is your favorite season of The Great British Bake Off? I don't remember, but I really hope I don't spoil this for anybody. The one where Nadia won. Oh, okay, that okay. I like was I loved her the whole time, and I was like, yes. So. She won. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of the new seasons with the two new hosts. I tried. It wasn't the same. Really? Oh, it really upsetting. wasn't. They like the two new comedians. They try to be funny, and I'm just like, this is stupid. And so I. I and they don't have Mary Berry anymore. Oh, Great British Bake Off. Watch that. There's a plug. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Joseph's house um, sounds like a really good placement, but do you do anything? You do it at appointments, but like, do you do anything with medicine? Surprisingly, um, I have not done too much with medicine. I've done some personal care at the bedside, but... Just because I'm one of the people that can drive, I actually have found my role to be a lot of casework, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's good. Like, casework needs to be done. There's casework for people in the house and the people outside of Joseph's house. So um, we have one social worker who works very, very hard because she is. we have one social worker for a bunch of people. And so I, um, I've been doing some casework, and it's not anything compared to what she does, but... Been doing a lot of that and then a lot of like personal relationships that you're building hmm? it sounds like you're building a lot of personal relationships yeah like personal relationships with people who have been in joseph's house and have gotten better and then i think it's just a little bit more difficult for me to form those same kind of relationships with people who are dying and people who like i provide bedside care for just because i a lot of the times i am not the person in the house and then sometimes i think i'm like low-key not avoiding but there's always something else for me to do if that makes sense it's like kind of a defense mechanism like Mm -hmm. why would I get to know this person when it would just cause me pain later that's something I have been struggling with this year a lot is to kind of get over that or know that the relationship is more important than any pain that it might bring okay yeah Mm -hmm. that reminds me of that doctor who quote like, why does it matter that they're happy now when you know they're going to be sad later? Um, of course, the answer is because they're going to be sad later. So the happiness and the joy that you're going to create mm-hmm. um, is really worth it, like, right now. 
I've watched Doctor Who. I don't know. I you don't remember that quote? No. That was with number 11. Matt was, Smith? He was my favorite. I don't know how I don't know this. We'll find it later. I think I need to rewatch all of Doctor Who now. I mean, <laughs> I think that sounds like a great plan. Like, yes, 100%. Hmm. As soon as this is over, Doctor Who. <laughs> um, so... With JVC, um, for everybody out there, JVC is the Jesuit Volunteer Corps, and there are four values, which are spirituality, community, social justice, and simple living. Yeah. <laughs> I got them all. Um, done this for two years. I should know by now. Uh, Nicole, what is your favorite value of JVC? I think community would be my yeah. favorite value. I um, have feel like I've been very blessed to live with all you wonderful people. Oh, wow. And, um, Me in particular? Yeah. <laughs> Especially you. <laughs> and uh, it's like an intentional community here, which is really different, and I really like it. It's new. It's like you, everyone has to talk to each other about everything, mm. which I love. And then um, my work is an intentional community as well. So it's like I'm kind of just in intentional community all the time, which I think at first has been was a little bit difficult for me to be a- accountable mm-hmm. to so many people. Because, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I've been too accountable to people. And so it's just kind of been like, oh my gosh, there's this many many people that are going to hold things over me. And that was not the right way to see it. Mm -hmm. That's not what intentional community is. It was just, I don't know. There was a lot of, I've never had this many roommates before or housemates. Yeah. (laughs) Community is supposed to be like a welcoming place. And it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be about how do we create something more than ourselves and not it shouldn't be daunting, and I think mm-hmm. anybody who's considering JVC or is in JVC now, if your community is daunting, uh, maybe just re-examine with each other, like, what can be better to make it welcoming and loving? Mm-hmm. Um, as a fun story to focus back on me, um, <laughs> one of my favorite moments is when I came home from my Christmas break, and when I walked in the door, Nicole, Susie, and Rachel all screamed my name, and were so excited to see me, and they all hugged me, and it was just like a really nice moment of community to be like so joyless joy Mm -hmm. joyfully welcomed so i agree with you love community Mm -hmm. but what value you know you come into jvc there's no way at all that you can expect what jvc is going to be like we all try to explain it but it's Mm -hmm. really hard what were you most like worried about i think i was worried about um simple living and social justice a Mm -hmm. little bit because I think, in like comparison to a lot of other people, I hadn't done a whole lot of service work before coming into JVC. I think I'm actually surprised that I got into both Gonzaga and Jesuit Volunteer Corps with the little to no service work that I had done. And just because like that isn't something I've done, I kind of wanted to do, but haven't really, had don't have experience with it. So that was a little bit nervous for me so that could be like social justice I guess Mm -hmm. and like going out and fighting the fight was not something that I had experience with and then simple living I was like oh simple living I'm in college like I've been doing that for like four years I don't know why this is going to be a problem and then in orientation I was like oh my god my showers are so long (laughs) I buy everything on Amazon this is so bad (laughs) just kind of realized how I wasn't really a is a global citizen like someone who's informed I don't know. I've heard that word term, but huh, I don't maybe? really know what it means. An informed citizen, if that okay, makes sense. Okay, yeah, an informed like, I didn't, citizen. I didn't, wasn't living like an informed citizen, even though my belief, or like my, 
my beliefs, I guess, means that I should be one. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was being a little bit of a hypocrite. So. I understand that. Yeah. Um, as another fun fact for people who are listening, we just had our shower minute challenge last week with our community. We had to count our shower minutes. And the, I got the best score with the least amount of minutes, but the next was Nicole. So she has done a great job. Uh, the people who used the most minutes were actually the men in our community. They both used 120 minutes in one week of shower minutes. Whereas I have used 45 and Nicole had used 75? Yeah. Yeah. I think the boys shower every day though. And I like... shower every day. How? Do you take like three minute showers? I take like three minute showers. Growing up, we didn't have a lot of hot water. So you had to be in and out within like five minutes. Yeah, I've never had that problem. We go to my grandma's house and it's like, oh, the water goes cold after 12 minutes. That's a problem for me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, Nicole did a really good job of reducing her shower minutes. I did. And the boys (laughs) did not. Um, Okay. So, you know, just kind of like winding down our podcast, you know, just taking a deep breath in. (sighs) You do yoga. Um, this is just the you know last few minutes of yoga, relaxing. Um, is there anything that you want to tell the people that we didn't get to touch about, or maybe something that you want um, to inform people about JVC or anything like that? Um, yeah, you don't have to be Catholic to do JVC. Um, I kind of came in being like, oh, it's gonna be fine. Like I went to a Jesuit school and I wasn't Catholic. And then I found out all my roommates were Catholic but me. And it was kind of like a, oh, great, okay. Like this, I'm going to be the, the religious minority and, you know, go do my own thing and they're going to go to Mass and I'm going to not. It's just going to be, you know, a, like, distinct thing between me and the rest of my housemates. But um, JVC really focuses on interfaith mm-hmm. things. Like, way, I think the, I've had more experiences with interfaith things here than outside of JVC and even if you end up being the only Catholic or the only non-Catholic in your place or the only Catholic in your house Mm -hmm. like there's some houses where there is only one person that is Catholic because it's an intentional community everyone does make an effort to go outside of their what they're used to especially in terms of spirituality so don't be afraid to do it even if you don't have to be Catholic to go Um, if you're worried about the Catholic Church being a big institution, Mm -hmm. which sometimes I am really worried about the Catholic Church being a big institution. I'm very worried, yeah. The Jesuits themselves are the most progressive people in church I have ever heard speak. Mm -hmm. And I'm non-denominational Christian. I've gone to a lot of different churches, but the Jesuits are really not afraid to be extremely liberal and progressive, which means a lot to me being, like that was part of my worry coming in, being not Catholic is that it was going to be pretty strict and conservative. No, do not be worried about that. Yeah, I definitely know how you feel, especially because the Jesuits are a male organization. Um, I sometimes get really worried whenever we go talk with, there's a Jesuit community here, because I'm like, I don't want to listen to a bunch of old men talk about what they think is right. But then I think I had a conversation this last week with a Jesuit who was like, what do you think about gender roles? And then we talked about it, and he's like 75 years old, and he was like, yeah, I do really think it's stupid that this is what's expected of women, and I'd love to hear more women speak. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. (laughs) I can dig this. 
Um, yeah, so that's awesome. And my last most important question for you, Nicole, is who is your favorite community mate? I don't know why you asked me this question. Because I got put on the spot for this question at Rio. Oh my gosh. Um, I, well, of course you can't answer because there isn't an answer. I have oh loved God. every single one of you for different oh reasons. <laughs> you are so lame. <laughs> um, probably Susie. Uh, see, Susie was my answer too. <laughs> Susie was in our last podcast, if you listened to it, and she is a bean. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for <laughs> listening to the Ramos House podcast. Woo! Hold up. Hi, Mom. <laughs>